0: If you're working towards creating some type of meaningful change for yourself and you've attached a date to when you should have achieved it by, today's episode is a wake-up call. I'm Amy, a life and wellness coach. You're listening to Roots Change, a personal growth podcast for people like us. Every week, myself and others come on to share stories from their own journey, tips, tools, and things we've learned along the way, and hopes it helps you and yours. I am definitely not in the business of popping bubbles. One could call me delusionally optimistic, and that's okay because I don't think that's a problem. I am optimistic. I tend to see the best in the world, the best in people, and the best in myself. However, one thing I've noticed in the last couple of years is change and goals and creating what we want sometimes, oftentimes, all the time happens on its own time. Last week, I was having an accountability meeting with two friends who went into the two business at similar times as myself. They have been on the podcast before. You might recognize their names, Kathy and Naomi. We were on the phone catching up, talking about things that we're working towards right now. One of the things I took away from 2022 was how much, Growth I've done. How much growth I've done in this one particular area. And that is being tolerant in my own discomfort. This is to me something that I think might be more important for us to gravitate towards when it comes to goals than any kind of date or certain amount of time you expect it to take. I think, and this is just my opinion and my lived experience and my version of reality, sticking with my goals, sticking with the habits that I'm building, sticking with the beliefs I'm forming, that's where it's at. That's where the magic happens. I'm reading a book with a couple of other friends. It's called Atomic Habits from James Clear. And we just had our very first unofficial book club hour. (laughs) Unofficial, but it's actually officially official. And I think I'm just going to keep calling it the unofficial book club. So we sat down on Saturday morning via Zoom to go over chapter one and discuss our main takeaways. And I was basically blown away by what I read. And this is not the first time. This is the second time I've read Atomic Habits. But when you're not ready, you're not ready. And this time, I'm reading it through a new lens. I was reading chapter one and learning about, as if it was the first time, the plateau of latent potential. If you've ever read a book, does that ring a bell? Do you recall what this is all about? Or if you haven't read it, do you know what this is and what it means? Basically, it's the lag time between like the action we're putting towards the results that we want and like the time it actually takes. So it's that gap in between action and result. There's a lot that happens before, during, uh, and even after that plateau of latent potential. Well, there's one part of it that really, really resonated with me, like in my gut. I was like, oh, that thats that's what I've done in this last year. This is it. This is why I'm still going. This is why I haven't given up. And that's called the valley of disappointment. This is the area in all of our lives, whenever we're working towards anything, it doesn't matter what it is, literally does not matter. When we are creating change for ourselves, when we are going after a goal, chasing a dream, building a habit, forming a routine, whatever it is, when we're creating change, there is a lag time between starting and completing. And that is the value of disappointment. That's when we're not seeing the results we want. Like we're putting in the effort day after day after day, month after month, maybe like for me, year after year. Two and a half years into coaching, I definitely believed I would be in a different place. I thought I would have resigned from my job and been <laughs> coaching full time. I imagined the community that's about to relaunch I imagined that that would be thriving by now. I really imagined it different, but I didn't give up. And the only reason I didn't give up is because I believe in myself and I believe in my dream so much that I was willing to stay in the valley of disappointment for a long time, over and over, because you go in and out of it. Or it feels like you do. Do you know what I mean? Like when we hit those milestones where we're like, yes, this is evidence that what I'm going after is coming towards me, like I'm doing the thing. This is the proof. This is what I needed to know or to feel and continue to believe that I will achieve. Well, every time we hit one of those milestones, it's kind of like dopamine and it's like a shot of self-belief. And it helps us to build our confidence so that we can keep going. But then there's going to be another leg like, in between the action and the next milestone. And in that time that we are in the valley of disappointment, it is easy to give up because that is an ugly freaking place to be. I mean, come on, let's be real why do we quit on the things we want? Why do we, quote, quit on ourselves? But why do we stop moving forward? Why do we tell ourselves that we no longer want what we want so that we don't go after it and be disappointed if it takes too long? It's that valley of disappointment. It's that terrible feeling. It's facing ourselves. It's (laughs) how it feels. It's The emotional toll, the sheer discomfort. I mean, it's just our humanness. It's our brain doing its job, wanting to keep us comfortable, wanting us to stay away from danger, wanting us to not go too close to the edge. It's protecting us and it's uncomfortable. It hurts. It sucks. So honestly, in 2022, I just got really good at being there, like being in that place not fighting it so much, not beating myself up, like not self-talking myself to death, dealing with it, having the capacity to feel it, to work through it, to regulate my nervous system so that it's not so fucking bad I quit. That's what I did last year. People who succeed, in my opinion, are willing to stay in there for as long as it takes. That is like the gift of growth. When I was talking to Kathy and Naomi, and we were speaking about different programs that we've been a part of, because man, we have been a part of some things. We met each other in B school, and that was incredibly helpful. And then they moved on to some other things together, and I went in my own direction, and we have been just on this lifelong learning journey that never ends. But in regards to our business, it was to help us to build what we wanted to create, right? To make it an actual sustainable business with real money coming in on a consistent basis. And we all have our service-based businesses in different areas, different industries, all self-help, but all different areas. And I was thinking about like, What I learned, and I made a comment that kind of sounded condescending, but it really, really, it really wasn't. I think I was just having a moment of self-awareness. And I said, you know, all of these programs were really great because they were, and we learned a lot. I learned a lot. I mean, I learned how to build a website. I learned how to, you know, talk to the people who I want to talk to. I learned how to host a podcast. I learned how to do tons because of the help of other people. But when I think back to the last two and a half years, the moments that mattered the most, the moments that have the most significance on where I am now has nothing to do with the programs I invested in, and solely, or not solely, but mostly, (laughs) a very impactful amount of what I recall has to do with the growth that happened while I was in that valley of disappointment when things weren't going right. Lots of personal growth goes into entrepreneurship, lots. But that goes with anything. Any meaningful change that you are creating is going to have you face yourself because our identity is tied to our habits. So you can't help but not face yourself when you want to change something in your life. It can be really hard. And it can be extremely uncomfortable. It can be frustrating. It can cause problems. And sometimes it seems like you should give up. But this, I guess, is a reminder that it's totally normal. It's part of the process. And soon, you won't be in that valley anymore. You'll be stepping out of it. Super proud of yourself. And if you're anything like me, and probably everybody else who listens to this podcast, you will find yourself in that valley once more. Because that's what growth mindset is going to do. You will continue to evolve, and you will continue to change. And you will continue to want to have new experiences in your life. And because of that, <laughs> you're, that plateau of latent potential will begin again. And you will find yourself facing yourself again. Period. Probably until you die. And that doesn't have to be a problem. So if you are in that valley of disappointment right now, if you are looking at all the things that you've done, all the steps you've taken, all the hours, all the painstaking pushups, I don't know what the hell you're working on, but I know it can be hard. I'm just here to tell you to hang on. Keep moving forward one step in front of the other, one tiny habit at a time. And maybe pick up this book, I am now only two chapters in because I honestly think I need to take a chapter a week. And this week, I was reminded of things that I had been working on a couple years ago, things that I haven't been focusing on so much in my most recent times. And it was a beautiful opportunity to go back to the foundations of habits. And it, I mean, it all comes down to our beliefs and our identity. And so please tell yourself that you can achieve it. You can hang on. You can hold tight because change is coming. It is inevitable. If you are going through the motions, if you are building that self-belief, if you are shifting your identity, it is right around the corner. You just have to hold space for it. Roots change, with every choice we make. Until the next time, you are loved, you are worthy, and you can achieve anything.